And good morning. Welcome in. Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. We have SEC Media Days next week in Nashville. I don't ever remember it being in Nashville. I've been to it in Birmingham several several times. Went to Atlanta last year for the last day to catch uh, Jimbo Fisher. And it'll be in Nashville this year. So we'll see how that looks next week. Should be a fun-filled week, Jason, of uh, of interviews with with players and coaches. Uh, Zach Arnett, this will be his first SEC media days coming off the spring meetings in Sandestin, I guess about a month or so ago. And Coach Zach Arnett, head football coach at Hell State, joins us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. And Coach, before we get into um, kind of where this is going with your program uh, second term summer school, y'all will be practicing before you know it. Um, one of the legends, uh, the late, great Johnny Cooks, All-American linebacker at Mississippi State, passed away last week. And, uh, boy, he was one heck of a football player in person. Oh, yes, sir. Obviously, good morning, Bo. Thanks for having me on. Uh, yeah, our thoughts and prayers are certainly with Cooks family. I mean, uh, legend is probably not even doing him justice. I, I read through some of his accolades and things he did here, you know, three-time All-SEC linebacker. Uh, I, I've had the chance to talk to multiple former players and, you know, the, the stories that come out of that famous 6-3 victory over Alabama and the, and the role he played in that, some of his critical tackles and, and stops. Yeah, I read, I, read, I read another one here, actually. Finished one game versus Auburn his junior year, 24 tackles. You know, we're not talking about the day and age of tempo offense. They probably played about, I don't know, 60 to 70 plays at most. So, but it, he was making a tackle every about every other play in that game. That's, I mean, that's mind-boggling to think about. So, he's certainly one of the legends, one of the greats, and forever will be missed here. That's a great point. Everybody huddled up back then. And uh, yeah. not, not so much today. Um, good tribute by uh, Zach Arnett to uh, legendary linebacker, Johnny Cooks, number two pick, first round NFL draft to the Colts. Um, so, Zach, I, w- I actually want to start with, on offense before I start to discuss. I got a couple of questions on Bookie and Crumbity and some other guys. But uh, the big debate that we got in a couple of weeks ago was, you know, probably a pretty seamless transition from Zach Arnett to Matt Brock. Okay, cool. But you know, the air raid to Kevin Barbet's offense, you know, how did you feel about the install? And I, I think it's that whole, because, I mean, you know, there's some different things going on here. How did you feel about the install in the spring? I know you got a fourth-year quarterback coming back, fourth-year starter, and that's going to be an asset advantageous for both you and Coach Barbet. How did you feel at the end of spring? And what is realistic in August as far as balancing not doing too much, but getting enough in before the first game. Yeah, well, I'm glad you characterized that as a debate a few weeks ago. I'm, I'm ready to ready to score up and go at it again here today. But I think we did. I think we got what we wanted to in terms of installation of the offense in the spring. You know, the NCAA's made some good rule changes here in the last several years, allowing uh, a couple hours of walkthrough a week, walkthrough a film study. Right, what used to be solely strength and conditioning. Now you're able to break it up. 
a little bit and get a couple hours in a week of either film review or walkthrough. So, so you're able to kind of cover football close to year round with the guys. Um, and so obviously we've taken advantage of those and it certainly helps having a, a veteran group coming back. Guys who have played a lot of plays, you know, uh, when you've been exposed to that much football, it, it helps, right? Older guys, more mature guys, you're able to kind of speed up your installation schedule. And so, you know, I, I simply to me, when I took over, when it came down to directionary offense, you know, I don't know if there's, there was a big book, a famous business book that came out, shoot, probably probably a couple decades ago now or close to it, but good to great, right? And it was always the first question when you look at organizations that have done a great job is it's it's first two, then what, right? You got to get the right people on the bus and you got to get them in the right seats. And so, obviously, uh, that's why Kevin Barbet was hired as offense coordinator. I think he's the right guy to to drive that bus. And then the reason we got those assistant coaches is because I think they're the right guys, put them in the right seats. The guys would be working with our players on a daily basis, educating them, installing the scheme. And then we got really, really good players. Would you say that uh, Zach Arnett on the out of bounds show, this interview is brought to you by Bulldog Burger and Ridgeland Starkville and Tupelo. Uh, Would you say the scheme is, is night and day from, from air raid or would you not describe it as that? kind of polar opposite well there's more there's more run schemes involved in the offense certainly right uh you know that again that's when you when you are in a 10 personnel formation the almost all the time right meaning four wide receivers spread out right there's only so many run schemes you can have right obviously if you have the ability to bring a tight end in there or your formations get a little more condensed where receivers can do some things, it allows some split flow action, then obviously that increases some run schematics. Now in the pass game, right, I mean, maybe, maybe it'd be a good question for Will when you get on with him on how drastically different uh, the passing attack is. I certainly know the concepts are very similar, right? I mean, when you talk about passing game concepts, a flood pattern is a flood pattern, right? You got to, you got to, three-level sideline flood, right? You got a, a deep route, taking the top off the coverage. You have an intermediate, either crosser, right? And then you have a shallow in the flat because you're trying to create three, le- three levels of routes on a coverage that only has two levels, right? So you can high-low a defender. So uh, there's a lot of similarities in the pass concepts. Now, how you get to them might be some, you know, there might be some variety because the formations aren't always the same. I have to tell you about this game-changing product I use before a night out with drinks. It's called Z-Biotics. Let's face it. After a night out with drinks, I don't bounce back the next day like I used to. And I have to make a choice. I can either have a great night or a great next day. And that is until I found Z-Biotics. Every time I have a Z-Biotics before drinks, I notice a difference the next day. Even after a night out, I can confidently plan on hosting this show and being awesome without worry. Look, I won't lie. I was a bit on the fence about Z-Biotics initially, but then while hanging out with friends over cocktails, I gave it a shot. And believe me, it is the real deal. Go to zbiotics.com slash OOB to get 15% off your first order when you use OOB at checkout. Remember to head to zbiotics.com 
slash OOB and use the code OOB at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Z-Biotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. Zach Arnett on the Out of Bounds Show. You mentioned the couple hours a week that the NCAA approved of either film or walkthrough on the field, and that goes through mm-hmm. July, too. Is that right or no? Yes, sir. Yeah, you're, so you're allowed eight hours, a, eight hours a week with the players, six of which can be devoted to strength and conditioning, and two hours can be uh, yeah, either film review or, or on-field walkthrough. Boy, that is an asset for teams that have new coordinators. Okay. Right. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. Okay, so that 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 makes sense. How, how difficult will it be for you? You you know, I know Matt Brock called the plays in the uh, ReliQuest Bowl against Illinois, and it it obviously worked. And I'm, I know that you'll have a big say on the defensive side of the football. But how difficult do you think it will be for you not to want to? I mean, that's that's what you did the last three years. Do you think that'll be a difficult transition for you? Well, that's the beauty of being a head coach, right? Anytime, anytime uh, we give up a big play, I can obviously just blame Matt that he called the wrong defense. I would have called the. I would have had a different call. So, uh, yeah, I have that luxury now. But no, I. You know the reason why Matt was the obvious choice is obviously having spent the last three years working with him so closely on a daily basis. I I, I just know that. I don't think there's anyone in football who prepares harder or works harder. Uh, and I got to see it when he was our special teams coordinator. Obviously, I got to see it on a daily basis in the uh, in the defensive staff room. You know, I mean, he'd come up to me. There's many occasions more where he thought of something or, or had an opinion on something that I hadn't even thought of. And it obviously enlightened me and changed my perspective on a, on a defensive call and part of our game plan. And so – uh, simply the guy's a tireless worker. I mean, he, he will not get out prepared. And so uh, I know if, if, if we fail to play good defense in a game, it ain't going to be for lack of preparation or lack of well-thought-out reasons for why we, why we came up with some of the game plan. And ain't nothing going to go in the game plan that we hadn't first hashed out and discussed many times over in the week leading up to it. And so if we don't play good defense, well, I'm just, accountable, I'm just as accountable to that as anyone. Do you agree with – this statement, I think it's the most talented front, what, however you want to run the numbers, front six or seven. I know y'all move guys around all the time. But with, since you've been there, you're going into year four. I think with Crumity and the crew coming back, and, and I think he missed eight eight or nine games last year, which was a blow to your, your defense because he's yeah, a he – he, Okay. Yeah, because he's an NFL caliber player. Um and then you got Travion, you know, and, and Travion Williams, see what goes on there. And you got mm-hmm. Bookie coming back, Jet, and there's several others, Pickering. I mean, we could go on and on. But do you agree that this is the most talented as far as starters and depth that you've had since you've been there, Zach? Well, certainly in the conversation of it, I'll, I agree there. I mean, obviously I'd love to have Cam Young back, uh, you know, I don't really, He's obviously got picked by the the Seahawks, and so we got to replace him. Uh, you know, and then Tyrus Wheat is gone, and he made a heck of a lot of good plays for us. So I'm actually preparing for a little clinic talk right now, making cutups, and so you're you're going through old plays and and picking out plays that you can talk about, and you don't realize how how big of a a role those guys play sometimes 
during the season because you're just in the heat of the heat of it every week and your head's going a million miles an hour on game plan stuff. But then you, you look back and you go, God dang, those guys were some serious difference makers. And we're they don't, we're going to miss them to some extent. But but we got a lot of talent. We got a lot of guys who uh, we need we need them to take the next step. They've done a lot of really good things here and made a lot of good plays. And now we need them to take the next step in their development and be the best players that they can possibly be because uh, you know this is a this is a coach Leach saying, but the best way to improve the team is to improve yourself, right? So we need every guy to be the best version of themselves they can sure. be, and that'll be the best thing for our team and our defense. What What about Travion Williams um, getting over his injury later in the spring? Um, the last couple of practices, did you see the explosiveness that you knew was there when he was being recruited? Did you see? Did you and Matt Brock and others, um, uh, David Turner? Did, did y'all see what you wanted to see maybe that last week or so, give or take, Zach? Yeah, I mean, obviously it was uh, it was disappointing that we lost him for probably about half of the spring practices. Um, but you, you could see it. I mean, his just his natural gifts he has, physical strength, change of direction, explosiveness. I mean, he, he's just got it. So, obviously, we missed out on some reps there that we're going to have to make up. Um, but I do not believe that oh, any concern for his ability to hold up to the physicality at the line of scrimmage because obviously this is a line of scrimmage league and you got to be a you got to be a man to play up there and he's obviously he he is that and so we have no no concerns about his ability to hold up to the physicality that he's going to, have to face this year up there. Okay, so if I have this right, he'll be backing up Crumity, but as things play out. He could obviously they could play at the same time, right? Yeah, I mean, I again, I believe in versatility. I mean, we're going number one job we do. You know, it kind of goes back again. First two, then one, right? Is we don't we don't talk about all right. What are we putting in? This is always day one install every year. This is, no, we are first thing we do is we who are our best eleven players? Because those are the guys we got to get on the field as much as possible. You want your best players out there. And then you figure out, all right, well, knowing that those are our best 11, now what does that allow us to do? What, what can we do schematically? And so we're going to figure out who the best players are, and then we're going to build the scheme around them rather than, oh, no, this is our scheme, and we're going to find 11 guys who can implement it. I, I, don't, I don't think that's the right way to do it. And so if, if we find our best 11 players is – four D linemen on the field, we're going to play a four D lineman and take a linebacker off the field. All right. Uh, you know, the offense obviously has some saying it too, the number of receivers and stuff. They were tight ends. They had in the game, but yeah, we certainly have the ability within our, within our front to play any combination of six or seven guys, you know, however, whoever fits accordingly. Zach Arnett on the out of bounds show. This interview brought to you by Bulldog Burger in Ridgeland. All right. So coach, uh, Bookie Watson, everybody knows he's a good player. He had a heck of a year last year. You're more than familiar with him because you've been coaching him for a while now. We were told that he took another step forward in the spring. Did you Do you agree with that? Did you see that? Yeah, I think so. I, I, I've seen it. Just He's gotten – he's obviously really comfortable with defense. He's been in now several years, right? So there's no – there's no questions about where he fits it within the overall scheme. Uh, obviously, Luke is a physical specimen. I mean, I, I do not believe that there's many inside linebackers in the country 
who have a greater combination of size, length, speed, you know, strength, explosiveness. And so I think he's going to pick up and continue on with what, what he, where he left off last year. Uh, I've been really pleased with his ability. When we're not blitzing, he is a destructive blitzer. I mean, he's a big, strong, powerful dude. But when we're not blitzing, when we're just, hey, you're playing true read and react linebacker off the ball, his, it, it seems to me like he is seeing the play develop and either pulling the trigger on run plays or not getting fooled and getting out to all the right spots in, in the pass game. And so, yeah, we have high expectations for him. I know I asked you about this in April, but I have to ask again because our listeners go crazy over this guy and uh, the potential here. And again, health-wise, if everything's a go and he comes out and, and has a heck of a camp, do you think that John Lewis could have a significant impact in a as a role for you? And it looks like he, you may move him around a good bit. But if he's healthy and he has a good camp, do you see him having an impact this year, or do you think he's still a year away, Zach? No, certain, certainly, and we need him to. I mean, uh, between John and, and J.P. Purvis, right, they're, they were going to com- compete and handling uh, those first-team reps at our Sam linebacker position that, you know, with Tyrus Wheat's departure, and and both guys are – Great workers, man. That's the best thing about our football team. We got guys who love love showing up and putting in a full day's work. Uh, they love ball, and and John's certainly one of those guys. But yeah, I mean, he's got all the talent in the world. I mean, he can run, change directions. He's physical and explosive, and so our, our job is to find what he does best, get him on the field, and, and let him go out and do his thing because he's going to be a really good player for us. Zach Arnett on the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. I should know this, but I don't. Who who are you taking to, uh, I guess, well, I'm going to get. How about this? I'll guess who you're taking to Nashville. Um, Will Rogers and Bookie Watson, right or wrong? No, wrong. Okay. Um, well, yeah, first of all, it's three guys. You take three guys. Oh, three. All right, so did I, I – Am I right on the two that I threw out? No. Damn. All right. Hold on. Let me think again. It's called a cliffhanger. We'll just we'll just let it play out until media days. Oh, have you even announced it? No. So what are you trying to get me to do here? Well, I, I thought this would be just a great platform we might for have you. Announced, I'm not even sure. We, it's getting announced today. Okay, I'm going to guess. Will Rogers, Bookie Watson, and Jaden Cromedy, or... Brent's Will Rogers. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm. Uh, I mean, not Brent Smith, Cole Smith. Um. Okay, so I'm gonna go Will Rogers, Bookie Watson, Smith, come on, Jaden Crumbity. What do you think, Coach? Did I get a hundred or two or three? Uh, Will Rogers, Crumbity, Bookie. Sixty-six percent. That's a D. <laughs> All right, darn it. Uh, I think I, I'm trying to think who else. Uh, oh, Jet. I should have gone Jet. Okay, so let me, let me, who, but who would I take out? Let's see, Will, Cromedy, Jet, or Will, Bookie, Jet. I'm not sure. All right, we'll just have to see when, uh, 
when Langwa releases it later today. We're visiting with Zach Arnett on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Zach will be there next Tuesday, I think, in the Music City in Nashville yes, sir. for SEC Media Days. All right, 4th of July. Did did Zach Arnett man the grill at all, or did like a, a brother or a friend or somebody else? Uh, did you did you cook anything? How, how did that? And did you shoot any fireworks? 4th of July, Zach Arnett. Uh, I did not shoot fireworks myself. You know, we were down at, we were down at the beach, uh, you know, got two small kids. So fortunately was able to just <clears throat> walk them down to the beach and watch everyone else shoot off fireworks. That's even better actually. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and I can't remember if I in the grill or not. I don't, I think I did. Yeah. I think we did. Okay. Bratwurst, I believe. Bratwurst. I love it. I did some ribs. Sorry, I got, I got a, I got an older brother who's uh he's in the military and they actually on the on July third, they he and his family they got four kids moved to Germany that's where his new assignment is so they got that's how they got to spend their fourth is traveling across the Atlantic to, to Germany, uh and so I thought you know I sent him a picture in order in honor of his move did bratwurst. <laughs> well, um we wish him the best. All right, well yeah. look um thanks for the time. Um, thanks for announcing the players that will be with you on Tuesday uh, next week. I didn't announce them. I didn't announce them. Now you, you've just got <laughs> viewers misled on who's actually going to be there. I'm still trying to think who else I could throw out. I just can't. I can't come up with a another senior. I mean, I could. Jet, Bookie, Crumbity, Will, Cole. Well, I'd love to place a little wager on this with you, but that would be a violation. So okay. We can't do that. But, All right. Well, yeah. we'll know. Lane is actually sitting across me right now. The smirk he has right now, knowing that he's got you thrown for a loop. He's he's thinking about holding this release even longer now. <laughs> I love it. All right. Hey, uh, Zach, thanks for your time today. We hope to catch up with you um, a couple of weeks into uh, fall practice, and we appreciate it. Y'all have fun in Nashville next week. Thank you, man. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. Hail State. Zach Arnett, head football coach at Mississippi State on the Out of Bounds Show. I do believe it's his best front six or seven. And when you throw in John Lewis and J.P. Purvis, who are freaky athletic, they just I don't think Zach's had that much talent. That's not on him. He walked into a tough spot. With Crumity coming back, and if if he's healthy, I mean, my God, he, he, he missed eight games last year. You know, best defensive lineman. Um... But I think you've got some more going on there with Lewis and Purvis. You already know what you got with Bookie and Jet. They both come back, all SEC. Bookie Watson led the league. Look, we had an NFL scout say that Bookie Watson was doing some crazy things in the spring, and you know they don't let him do everything type deal. So, um, and Travion Williams, watch out. I think that's the first guy that they've had since um, the whole Fletcher, Chris Jones, Jeffrey Simmons, not saying he's going to be them, but in that vein, even if he's one of them light, you will be very, very happy with Travion Williams. And if they get Travion and Crumity on the field at the same time, good Lord. And I know, you know, people are expecting Pickering to, to do some things and continue. I think David Turner is a much better defensive line. I'm not going to say that to Zach Arnett, but a much better defensive line coach than what they had. 
And I think that they can get some more out of um, Nathan Pickering, too. So, And a couple other guys, actually. I don't know. See what Ty Cooper does out of Louisville? I mean, they have produced some insane talent over the years. Something in the water there. We talk about uh, 49 South. How about Louisville, Mississippi? Good grief. That's where they two meets in four, Jason. Speaking of, that interview was brought to you by Bulldog Burger. What's that burger you like, Jason, real quick? That's that Sonic Boom, baby. That Sonic Boom Burger. Sonic Boom Burger. At Bulldog Burger in Ridgeland and Startville and Tupelo. And the Philly Spring Rolls. And a cold Stella. Artois or uh, Michelob Ultra. Have a great Monday. Thanks for listening. Love you. Appreciate you hanging out with us. Uh, We're going to do another interview in five minutes that will drop tomorrow. And then we'll see you tomorrow.